Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, and welcome to another edition of the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. Thanks for checking out the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Well, Who That Nation, we're a couple days removed from the Saints' heartbreaking loss that they sustained against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday in the wild card round of the playoffs. And I got to be honest with you, who that nation, I'm still not over it. <laughs> I'm still not over this game. I'm still not over this game. And it's it just so frustrating to watch sports, man. I, I, I am a huge sports fan. Love watching sports. But just watching the divisional round and just watching the Minnesota Vikings go across my television screen, taking on the San Francisco 49ers. When I know that my squad was a much better team than the Minnesota Vikings, it just makes me sick, man. And then I'm looking at ESPN and they report that Adam Thielen injured his ankle in practice and Stefan Diggs has missed his second day of practice with the flu. Now, I'm not the type of person that wish injury on anybody but I think that is just you know a true testament of how snake bitten this franchise I'm talking to New Orleans Saints have been over the past three years this has tested the will of even the most loyal Saints fan the most dedicated Saints fan and not that I'm saying that people are trying to jump ship because that's definitely that's definitely not what I'm trying to do but it's just the, the frustration and you wondering to yourself, like, what in the heck can this team possibly do to get over the hump? And me, this is all I've been thinking about, man. Of course, I, you know, I think about other things as well. My son, my beautiful fiance, you know, I, I think about that stuff, too. But when I'm analyzing and I'm thinking about topics to, to put on video or to make a podcast out of, you know, I, I start to look at the organization itself and I look at it from top to bottom. And I'm just wondering to myself, what do they have to change in order to get over the hump? I mean, it, I thought it was Joe Vitton crew a couple years back. You know, that same old defense all the time, man. Linebackers couldn't cover. Corners and safeties couldn't cover. Defensive line couldn't get no penetration. And I thought maybe when Mike Nolan and Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell and Curtis Johnson comes back from Tulane, I thought things would change, but they have changed, but in ways they stayed the same. And it's just frustrating, man, because you look at the draft that they had over the past three years, the collection of really good Saints players that contribute right away, Jeff Ireland, and the Saints front office have done an outstanding job drafting these young players. I mean, on paper, they look like the best Saints team ever assembled. And I know some people will argue with me because the Saints won a Super Bowl in 09, but I still think these teams were better than the 09 teams. So the question is, who that nation, what the problem is? What the issue is? What's really going on? Why can't this team get over the hump? 
So I look at the coaches. I look at the defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen. Now, Dennis Allen does deserve credit. I understand that. I understand this man deserves credit. I mean, the defense, when Rob Ryan was here, was very undisciplined, man. It was always 12 men on the field. You had people like Brandon Browner, Stanley Jean Baptiste, Sterling Moore, Keenan Lewis, Jarris Bird, Kenny Vaccaro. Look, I understand that he changed the, the defense. He made it disciplined. And we appreciate that in the Who That Nation. But when it comes down to it, when he goes up against offensive-minded coaches, he always, he always just get exposed, man. You look at the San Francisco 49ers game. I mean, Kyle Shanahan was making this dude look like he was a rookie defensive coordinator. Not a guy that has been around the league, that has been a head coach in his, in his second stint with the Saints. He just looks like he just a den headlights. His defense constantly giving up big plays at crucial moments. And speaking of which, you got to look at Aaron Glenn too. The secondary coach. This guy been coaching the secondary since 2017. And once again, improvements were made. But when it matters most, when the game is on the line, folks, they choke. So somebody out there right now asking themselves, man, what's going on, CT? I mean, TJ, you, you talk about the defense. It's not what Rob Ryan had. It's, 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 it's very disciplined. It's a, it's a good locker room, good core players. I'll tell you what I want. I want some defensive players that are some savages. Do you hear me? I want some savages. That's what I want on defense. It's, it's frustrating when you see teams who have losing records, who go out here and they restructure their team, these organizations, they get these defensive coordinators to come in. And all of a sudden, right away, they got elite light out defensive players. They got elite lights out coaches. And I'm like, why can't, why can't we have that down here in New Orleans? Why can't we have this with the Saints? How come we always got to have a bend but don't break defense? How come we always got to be having our fingers crossed late in the fourth quarter because we have to hope and pray and wish that God answers our prayers because the defense is not elite. And we don't know if they're going to make a stop or not. I want a real, legit defense. I'm tired of getting by. And see, that's what's wrong with the Who That Nation. I'm just going to call some of y'all out. See, y'all okay with getting by. That's what that's, that Y'all cool with that because y'all start thinking about the dark ages of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, that's right. The dark ages when, when we was wearing bags on our heads and, and we were ashamed to wear those starter jackets that had the Florida Lee on the front or our Saints hats and shirts. And that's what y'all think about. So y'all think about, well, you know, I mean, this this better than what we we had in the past. Well, look and open your eyes. It has been a decade, 10 years, 10 plus years, if you want to be honest. The Saints have been one of the most legit elite teams this past decade. So that tells you right there, they're on the right track. The Saints in the past decade had the fifth best record in the National Football League among teams. Fifth. 
And the only reason why they won tied for fourth is because the Seattle Seahawks had a tie. That's it. They, they had the same record as the Seattle Seahawks. They both had 100 wins. I'm just tired of getting by, man. And it's frustrating because I said before at the beginning of this podcast, the team is just too good. I demand excellence out of the Saints. Because everything that they have done has proven that this team should be excellent. Well, what else you want, TJ? How about an offensive-minded coach that's not afraid to run the football? You know, I, I got a plan, Who That Nation. This is what we need to do. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it. I am going to make T-shirts. And on the front of the T-shirt, it's going to say, Run the football. Because maybe Sean Payton has to be reminded that the guy that actually lines up behind Drew Brees from time to time is actually a running back. And his job is, you know, yeah, to catch the ball out of the backfield. That's one. But his main objective is to run the football. You look at people like Latavius Murray, who is basically being squandered and wasted in the Saints offense. Do you realize who that nation that Latavius Murray, when Alvin Kamara went out and when he was hurt, he averaged 159 yards from scrimmage, running and catching the football. 159 yards. And that probably wouldn't have happened if Drew Brees would have still been in the lineup. It was because of Teddy Bridgewater. So that's when Sean Payton decided to run the football. So that tells me right there that if this man really wants to run the football, he can. If he really wants to commit to the run, he can. So what do I want? I want Sean Payton to relinquish the play sheet. I want him to get somebody that I'm not talking Pete Carmichael because I think he needs to be gone. Bring somebody else in that doesn't have the same mind frame. I feel like when you're talking to Pete Carmichael, you're talking to Sean Payton. Pete Carmichael has been on juicy fruit duty for years. Because he definitely ain't been calling no plays. The only time I ever seen Pete Carmichael with a play sheet in his hand was in 2012 when Sean Payton was suspended. That's it. I mean, besides that, you know, he was fetching juicy fruit on the sidelines. That is not what we need. In the words of Mike Singletary, I want winners, man. I want aggression on the defensive side of football. I want smash mouth offense. Hit you in the mouth. That game plan that the New Orleans Saints went into the Superdome with was an embarrassment. I mean, honestly, man, do you not understand the pass rushes that the Minnesota Vikings have? Do you think that you could have just easily just stood there in a pocket with Drew Brees and let him pick the Minnesota Vikings team apart? If you thought that, then you are insane. And what makes matters worse, the guy who is the head coach on the other side with the Vikings is your best friend. 
You should understand his tendencies. You should understand where he's coming from. Y'all was on the same coaching staff with Parcells. But, you know, we got to get the ball down field. Tempo, 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 tempo. There was no reason why. After Taysom Hill broke off that run. On a first and ten. Should Sean Payton be calling a, a, a passing play with Drew Brees? It was obvious that they had the Minnesota Vikings defense on their heels. It was obvious that they were starting to get worn down on the defensive front because they don't really have that much rotation. They honestly just have those hybrid defensive linemen. They don't have a top rotation on a defensive line. So they were getting worn down. But what does what does Sean Payton want to do? Sean Payton won't push the ball. First and 10. It's 20 to 17. Run the football. Now, now, the, now the game is in your hands. Run the football. It's frustrating. It's frustrating who that nation. I'm sorry. It is frustrating. Just just day after day since this game. Realizing that the same t- uh, season is over. It's, it's, it's frustrating. And people like, TJ, let it go. Let it go. How can you possibly let something like this go? How can you let it go? How can you just have this much optimism? Well, you know, next year, you know, I'm a who that fan, who that till I die. I'm, I'm never going to give up on the Saints. I'm going to keep on believing they're going to bounce back. Look, I'm tired of bouncing back, man. Juvenile didn't even bounce back this much. People ask me what I want. That's exactly what I want. I want an elite defense. I want a coach that can run the football. I want him to be committed to the run. And I want some wide receivers, besides the name of Michael Thomas, that can get separation. That can actually get off press coverage. That's exactly what I want.
Because everything that I've seen tells me that he's a mama's boy. And when he goes through adversity, he shrinks. So I definitely wouldn't want to bring him back. I don't want that type of culture in the New Orleans Saints organization anymore. Then I look at someone else, P.J. Williams. And in my opinion, should have been long gone. I don't understand why the Saints brought him back. Like, what has P.J. Williams done in the Saints uniform for him to get another contract? Absolutely nothing. He has done nothing but get roasted and toasted up and down the field, been a whipping boy. This man almost allowed Calvin Ridley to become offensive rookie of the year in one game on him. P.J. Williams, the only thing that you can say positive about him is that he can tackle. But he couldn't cover if you gave him a bed sheet. I'm just telling you like it is. This guy has very little cover skills. He has no recovery speed. He's a larger cornerback, and you can get him to bully the slots, you know, the slot receivers. But at the end of the day, when it all comes down to it, you can't put him on the outside, and he's a a defensive liability. And I just don't understand why the Saints decided to bring him back. It had to be for chemistry reasons because – I just didn't see nothing out of P.J. Williams as long as he's been in the Saints uniform to tell me that he can continue or he deserves to be playing for the Saints this past season. He should have been gone before. That's just my opinion. Ted Ginn Jr. Nope. Sorry. Ted Ginn Jr. still has that speed. Ted Ginn Jr. still has elite NFL speed. But he couldn't catch a cold and 40 below zero. This man couldn't catch a case if he actually committed the crime. So I think he needs to go. Now, Ted Ginn Jr. has been really good for the New Orleans Saints. But when you combine Drew Brees' lack of arm strength and Ted Ginn Jr. very limited route running skills, I don't think that this is a good fit for the New Orleans Saints. And Honestly, what Deontay Harris did in a playoff shows you that the Saints may want to go in a different direction because they probably are going to try to mold and shape Deontay Harris into being in that tagging role. So I, I respect Ted again, you know, for what he did with the New Orleans Saints, but I got to call it for what it is. I would not bring him back. You look at some of these other names. A.J. Klein. A.J. Klein, I would bring back. He'll be 29 years old at the beginning of next season. And A.J. Klein has really shown this past season that he can be a a really good linebacker, which he is. Uh, You know, the Saints really uh, need him on this team for his leadership, uh, you know, his, his ability to know where he needs to be on the field. And I think the chemistry between him and Demario Davis is really good. They don't really make many mistakes. And you got to like the intensity that they play with. I remember the game AJ Klein went in week 17. I promise you, I, I didn't know if Luke Keekley switched sides because he was all over the field. So I would definitely bring AJ Klein back. The rest of this stuff, you know, Von Bell, I like Von Bell a lot, but I wouldn't bring him back. It's not the most popular decision, but I think the fact that he got injured and the Who That Nation and the Saints organization actually saw C.J. Garner-Johnson and, 
and how he was just all over the field and and how this guy just just really aggressive and he's a short tackler and he's a you know he's a ball hawk he has good instincts good skills he's a you know he's a guy that actually just is really passionate about the game I think we saw that after the Saints lost him sitting on the, the turf and with tears in his eyes because the season was over I think the Saints got a win in C.J. Garner-Johnson. Now, what you need to do is you want to get rid of Von Bell and you want to keep C.J. Garner-Johnson, of course, and you probably want to draft a safety that can match this, the same type of intensity as a C.J. Garner-Johnson. And you want to mold him. Now, I don't know what Saquon Hampton have, the rookie that came out of Rutgers. He got hurt. He got put on IR. He was playing mostly on special teams. He has a lot of upside. Of course, he's going to be back next year, so we'll find out what what it is about him. But Von Bell, he did a good job this season. He got some turnovers. Um, I liked him in in, in some of the blitz packages. But depending on how much he's asking for, I wouldn't just be jumping out the window to try to bring him back. David Amyamata, that's somebody that I would bring back. I like David Anyamata. I think him in a run game, I mean, he was a run stuffer. He plays with a lot of aggression, and I think he gets better year after year. I mean, he started the beginning of the season, and, you know, until Sheldon Rankins came back, and he was a steady. I think it's, he is one of the reasons why the Saints didn't allow a 100-yard rusher in, in two years. So I definitely would bring him back, but... I'm pretty sure that he's probably going to try to test the free mark, the free agent market because somebody's going to try to pick this guy up, and I don't blame him. So hopefully the Saints can try to sign him, you know, to get him uh, to stay with the New Orleans Saints, but I'm pretty sure his phone is going to be ringing off the hook. Dwayne Washington, I would love to keep Dwayne Washington, but, you know, to for the sake of this young man's career, I, I would want him to go somewhere else because the Saints are not going to use him. It's obvious the dude got talent. It's obvious he can run. Usually towards the end of the games, the Saints allow him to come in the game, and he goes out there and he does a good job. I don't know why the Saints don't use him in a rotation. I guess he's not one of Sean Payton's guys. And we all know that it's the Alvin Kamara show, and everybody else is just, you know, on the sidelines and just, you know, background music. So I would like to see Dwayne Washington go somewhere else where he can spread his wings and, and we probably can be on him watching him on television and, and be like, man, you know, why did we get rid of Dwayne Washington? Just like we say, why did we get rid of Mark Ingram? Or we say, why we got rid of Jimmy Graham? You know, like we say stuff like that, you know? Or we say like, why we got rid of Malcolm Jenkins? Why we got rid of Darren Sproles? The list goes on and on. But the rest of these guys, man, you know, Austin Carr, Keyshawn Hogan, like, Nah, 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 goodbye. Don't need them. Basically, we're just collecting checks, wasting space and time. The Saints just need to stop wasting all these wide receivers that are not going to benefit to the team. They need to get guys who are hungry, the guys that can get off the line of scrimmage, guys that can get separation. They need a number two receiver. That's pretty obvious, but they need some other guys, too, to make plays. And I feel like that's something that has been missing for a while in the Saints organization. You got Jared Cook. You got yourself an elite tight end. But you need some wide receivers. That's what you need. You need some wide receivers that can get separation. You need some dogs out there. Because right now you just got some puppies. 
You know, like just some some little some little mangy puppies out there. No disrespect intended, but it is what it is. But that's the Saints free agent list. And uh, you can check it out on the State of the Saints podcast uh, Facebook page. You can go to Facebook.com, search State of the Saints podcast. I got it, got it posted. Let me know what you think about it. I just wish the season wasn't over, Who That Nation. I wish the season wasn't over, but it is what it is. And I guess we do have to move on. But, I mean, I'm still upset. I'm still frustrated. The Saints left so much to be desired. And uh, I just hope next year that they can possibly make a run because year after year, the window just starts to get lower and lower. And all of a sudden, one day, the window is going to be really closed. And right now, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not closed, but and you can kind of turn your head to the side and, you know, peek your eye out and you can, you know, and you can see a little bit, but at the end of the day, that window is slowly closing and we got to figure something out because these young players like the Ramchecks and the Kamaras and the Lattimores and the, and the Azalones and the, and the Marcus Williams of the world, like these guys are, are going to need to get paid. And you can't fifth your, well, you can't fifth your option of guys, but at the end of the day, you know, these guys probably going to try to sit at home. I mean, this this is the new wave now. You know, if guys not happy, they want their contracts, they sit at the house. So hopefully the Saints can do something next season so I, I can get this bad taste out of my mouth that I've been having for the last three seasons. Hopefully they don't break our heart again. But right now it's just looking like the same old song and dance. But this has been the State of the Saints podcast. Yours truly, TJ Jones. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Follow the State of the Saints podcast on YouTube, youtube.com. Search State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com, search State of the Saints podcast. And previous episodes are available on Spotify. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?